TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good to have Jordana back in the afternoon. Hi, Jordana. I gotta, I, I gotta be honest. I'm totally shameless. What? Just briefly before our next guest, I said that... I would give out my hollow recipe if yeah. people gave donations right. to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Right. I think I've gotten about four donations in the past hour. And I took, went downstairs, took a picture of it. I'm sending it out right <gasps> now. You can donate to Leukemia and Lymphoma until Thursday. Well, that's that's the end of my fundraiser, but please continue to do so. JordanaGreen.com is my website. Donate through there. The money goes right to them. I will send you my hollow recipe. It's like dessert <laughs> bread. It doesn't deserve to be called bread. It's got a sweet finisher challah is amazing hey do whatever it takes whatever um, it takes so anyway uh we lost naomi judd over the weekend mm-hmm. and um i mean it's just I mean, look it's it's just a tragic story from what i understand yeah. jordana she tried everything medication uh she tried therapy for depression, and right? For depression, she, right. She was mentally ill. Mm-hmm. So sad. And uh, we wanted to have Dan Reidenberg on from SAVE, dear friend of mine. Uh, SAVE, of course, based in Bloomington, Suicide Awareness Voices of Education, helping yes. to to raise literacy when it comes to suicide awareness and um, finding the symptoms of depression and doing something about it while there's time. Dan Reidenberg, Dr. Dan, welcome back. Thank you. Good to be here. Thank you. I Something you said, um, God, I don't know, 15 years ago rings true when it comes to Naomi Judd. You said that about 98% of people who are suffering from depression can get help and get better with a combination of therapy and uh, also medication. There's a lot of options out there to help people. They just need to take that first step. Um and so, do we know anything more about Naomi Judd and, and what happened there? Did she exhaust all the possibilities? What What can you tell us about her situation? Uh, well, one thing I can tell you is that that number has unfortunately gone down a bit. We're about eighty to eighty five percent can successfully be treated uh, that struggle with depression. Still, very high numbers, uh, higher than most other illnesses, but. Not quite as high as it used to be. And that, that really factors into what we're talking about with Naomi Judd. There are uh, people that struggle with depression that uh, used to be called intractable depression. Uh, she called it treatment-resistant depression. Uh, what we know is that um, uh, the, the, all of the things that she tried, all the different medications and all the different therapies, 
uh, it's not as if they didn't work. In fact, they did work, and she talked about how they did work and help her out of the depths of it. What we need to remember is, is that depression is a disease that can come back. And no matter how many times it comes back, sometimes we can get them out of it and sometimes we can't. We don't know anymore in terms of if she tried any of the alternative kinds of medicines, um, even some of the new brain stimulus medication. It's not really medication, it's a treatment. Uh, we don't know if she tried that or not, but we know that in the past, the treatments did work for her. Okay. And and look, we also heard over the weekend her family announced that she died from mental illness. So we don't have an official cause of death. We don't know, you know, how how she died. So we do understand that she suffered at suffered. Excuse me. And we're not speculating on her cause of death, and we want to respect the family. But we do know that this is often a lifelong struggle. And, you know, I, I'm glad to hear you say that she got some relief in her life because it it does work if people seek help and, and they get the right kind of help. But, Dan, it's often not like a one-shot deal, right? People who are suffering from severe mental illness, you have to try a couple of different things and maybe a combination of things to get yourself out of that darkness, right? That's exactly right. And that's one of the, the challenges that we have is that most people – aren't compliant with treatment. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way in that they're, they're uh, refusing to do things that we ask. It's just that most often, sometimes the illness gets in the way of them uh, taking medications as they're prescribed, uh, eating and sleeping as they're being told, following treatment plans that they work on with their therapists. We also know the compliance rates in terms of youth, for example, a big study done in Utah that looked at young people with depression and who died of it. Out of all the people, the youth that died, none of them had the antidepressant in their system at the time of death. So we know that this issue of compliance with treatment uh, wanes for people. Uh, and it's very hard for people to go to a doctor and hear that medication might take four to six weeks to start. That's very frustrating for people. Um and the, the last piece I, I'd say, Jordana, in response to your question is that we know this comes back. So it's not just compliance during the active phase. We need people to maintain that over time. Even when they're better, we need them to continue to, to follow treatment plans and do things that keep them healthy. And oftentimes that's really hard. People feel better. And so they stop taking their medicine. They stop going to therapy. And then we see it return. Dr. Dan, uh, we're out of time. We're sure grateful that you could join us. It's save.org, and you have a wealth of information on your website. If, if people want to call, what's the best number to call right now? If they're having any thoughts, dark thoughts, and they need somebody to talk to? There's really two things, 800-273-8255. That's 800-273-8255 or they can text the word SAVE to 741-741. Just text the word SAVE to 741-741, and you can get free help, confidential help, right now. Dr. Dan Reidenberg, we appreciate what you and your team are doing at SAVE here in the Twin Cities Global Outreach. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Yep, thank you. Ah, so sad. When we come back, we'll change up the energy a little bit. A local 13-year-old college graduate. Hear his story next. 
13-year-old Elliot Tanner is expected to graduate this spring from the University of Minnesota. He's been accepted into the university's physics PhD program. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm excited about my high school or my my college freshman over at the U for successfully completing her freshman year, but wow. Elliot, this is extraordinary. Elliot and his mother Michelle Tanner are joining us on the air and um, welcome to the both of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so, very much. You got it. I read that Elliot started reading and doing math at the age of three. Michelle, is that when you knew, okay, something sp- even more special about my son? Well, you know, it's just part of the process of him growing up. We didn't have anything to uh, compare him to. He's our only child. And um, yeah, we just kind of rolled with it. He led us. He El- led us. Elliot, this is Paul. I'm I'm just amazed at what you've accomplished uh, in 13 years, and now you want to go on to your Ph.D. What got you off the dime? Was there something when you were much younger, uh, although, yeah, I mean, you're 13. Much uh, younger, When yeah. you were younger, uh, that, that got you on the track towards physics. Why physics? I'm just curious. I suppose physics sort of has an ability to sort of tell you what is happening in the world. It's Originally, I was a huge fan of mathematics. I loved how all of the algorithms and the theorems and proofs worked. It was very amazing and super cool. But when I started heading into college full time, I took a couple of physics courses. And then that's when I realized that physics is truly amazing and how it can tell us a lot about how the world works. Yeah. All right. So, Elliot, do you physically go to school at the University of Minnesota? Are you in class with other 18, 19-year-olds or 21-year-olds? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, For a couple of semesters back, I was doing online, but now all of the classes are in person. So how is that for you? And are these older kids like... Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm in class with the real live Doogie Howser. I don't know if you know that reference, but he was a boy genius when, when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I suppose that for a week or two during the start of the semester, there's sort of a wow period in which people are a little bit intrigued, a little bit curious, like, why is this kid here? Is he with his mom or something? But soon afterwards, they just sort of see me as another college student. One of my favorite things to say is that I'm basically just a normal 13-year-old, just going to a different school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michelle, were you concerned about that? You know, I mean, he's he's a kid. Did you do anything to prepare him for being in class with, you know, I guess adults, young adults? Well, you know, it's his dad and I were always, you know, going to be concerned about him. So we we try to teach him the the street smarts, so to speak, you know, what to expect, how to react, you know, when others are asking him questions, that kind of thing. So, you know, we just, we, we drop him off and he does his thing and, and that's that. So he fits in just like all the other people here. Hey, Amazing. Michelle, talk about the GoFundMe page. I know it's expensive getting, you know, any education. Yeah. The college was, the undergrad was expensive and now the PhD program. How do you hope to fund this? Yeah, well, undergrad was paid with um, federal and state grants and a scholarship. So we, uh, thank goodness, didn't have to come up with funds for that. Um, And then the Ph.D. program, typically Ph.D. programs come with a financial package, a stipend and, 
tuition waiver, but Elliot's did not. So we're kind of scrambling here to try to, to fund his tuition at the very minimum here. Um, so we decided after a lot of investigating and knocking on other doors, this was our kind of last ditch effort to try to fund. So we are doing a GoFundMe to raise his tuition. And, and we're going to tell us what it is. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go to his website. It's ElliotTanner.com. Elliot's two L's and two T's. ElliotTanner.com. Thank you. Wow. You got it. Elliot, so uh, we hear your love of physics. I'm sure that it comes easy to you. Clearly, you, you are extraordinarily gifted. Um, what is your goal after you receive this PhD? What would you like to do in the world? Yeah, what problem do you want to solve? Hmm. After I finish my PhD, I'd love to become a postdoctorate researcher for a couple years as a high-energy theoretical physics physicist. And then after that, I'm hoping to become a professor here right at the University of Minnesota. Wow. Professor. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I for, I, for one, am hoping you go into cancer research. I hope that happens. And I, I don't know if physics ties into that at all. Maybe that's uh, lunar research. Who knows? Uh, um outer space. But um, you are extraordinary. Um, Michelle, uh, any advice for other parents? I know he is gifted. And I know we all want to raise, you know, super geniuses. But any advice or anything you did or anything you want to share with other parents? You just have to keep advocating for these kids. These kids have different needs, just as um, some other kids. And you know, the resources are limited. And um, the school districts don't necessarily have gifted programs. So Uh, You might have to be flexible. You might have to make sacrifices for your family to be able to provide a proper education. Um, But you just keep doing it because uh, the love and passion that they have for learning is is completely worth it. So just keep advocating for your kids. Michelle, obviously he has, Elliot has an amazing mom. Uh, Can I ask you, um, (laughs) what what do you do? Are, Are you working right now? I'm a photographer, and uh, I, I do that freelance so that I can meet his needs of taking him to school and that kind of thing. And his dad is a music producer, so we both have schedules that are flexible in order to meet his needs and get him to school and in all the places he needs to go. Wow. Elliot, how do you, do you, do you get to interact with kids your age uh, sometimes? Do you have a, a different friend group outside of the university, or do you connect more with older students? I can hear how mature you are just from how you're answering our questions, and obviously you've, you know, been around older kids, but do you, do you hang with 13-year-olds? Yes, yes, I do. I have oh. some neighborhood friends I like to play tabletop games and board games with over the summer during the mornings, we'll like to play board games together like Catan, things like that. And we also play Dungeons & Dragons occasionally. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Well, gosh, we, we absolutely wish you the best. It's yeah. such a cool story. And again, Elliot Tanner, just Google that and find the GoFundMe page. Um, so fun to have you both on. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you so much for having us on. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.